Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Thursday, May 2. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And it's Thursday. And I like it. <laughs> I'm glad. Happy for you. Thank you so much. I like it too because it's my, my last formal day at the university and I'll be off for the summer. Oh man, that's fantastic. So, yes, yeah, so I'll be yeah. doing my lab shift yeah. and then I'm I'm somewhat... May too. Well, I'm free to do all my other stuff all summer, but hey, it's going to be a cool summer. Good. So. That is really good. Yeah, it's intensely busy summer, mm. but it's going to be a great summer. All right, let me pray. Heavenly Father, um, thank you, Lord. Thank you that we get to call your name. Thank you, Lord, for all this text, the the beauty and the the power in this passage, uh, the transformation that it calls us to, um, the transformation that you lead us through. God, may may we be receptive to that. May we see it in our own lives and those around us and those that we get to meet. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm reading today from the New International Version, the NIV, Isaiah 43, 1 through 7 and 18 and 19. Subheading Israel's only Savior. But now this is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, Give them up, and to the south, Do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory. Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Yes, love that. I actually like the New International Version. That's a good version as well. It is. And I like like how it says, I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I like that instead of desert, that's kind kind of a more graphic picture for us. All right, here it is, Thursday. The question then is this. What is changing or needs to change in your life? How can you ask Jesus to help you manage that change, get ahead of it, and produce good things through it? Ooh, there is so much change in my um, life all the can time. Can you ask Jesus to help you manage change, get ahead of it, etc.? Maybe you're not supposed to get ahead of it. You know what I mean? Like, well, okay, oh, what, is, okay, what does it mean yeah, to get ahead of change? So that you should actually always be, be in the middle of the tension it. of it? Um, yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know. I sometimes think that maybe Couldn't you be ahead you're of supposed one thing? to be, I think that you need to sometimes go through certain processes in order to. Sure. So trying to get ahead of, okay. of what? You, can, you, you can't can change you, until you're can ready you to change. Can you be ahead of anything in, in any change process? Yes. 
I don't know. What does that mean? Well, any change process. Let's say I'm, I'm going to paint the house. How, how could I be ahead of painting the house? Uh, I could actually Painting plant. it before I start painting it? What, <laughs> is, what does that mean? I don't understand. Smart Alec. All right, so... <laughs> you mean I could paint it before no, the paint is peeling? If, is that what you mean? To do it before it's like a desperate situation? Is if that, I was going to paint the house pink, right, and... You'd have to get permission from the building ahead, committee, which be would not be given... But anyway, <laughs> if I was going to paint the house pink, I'd have to get permission, right, from the building committee. The I'd homeowners have to buy, association, I'd have to or whatever buy it paint. is. Uh, I'd have to actually arrange time of work, all that kind of stuff. So to get ahead of that is to arrange all those things. That's, how is that getting ahead of it? That's doing exactly what you're supposed to do in order to do the change. I could expedite it. How? By and how? Why would that even be helpful? Why do you have to expedite anything? Because I got other things I need to get done. Then you could outsource it. I don't, we're getting hung up on this. Well, I'm I think just, a little bit. I'm just okay. I'm asking more of a philosophical question. Yes. Are you supposed to change more quickly or get ahead of it or whatever? I don't know even what that means. Yeah. But or are you just supposed to kind of proceed at the pace that something unfolds well, that's, before that's you? That's actually the key: is proceeding at the pace or actually going a little bit faster and getting ahead of it is going a little bit faster. Yes, but why do you need to get going a little bit faster? <laughs> I don't understand. Because it's like sometimes rushing. Sometimes it's fun to get some stuff well, done so you can do something else. Here, I look back on my life a little bit like this. That, For instance, when I was in college, uh, I never took a year off to go overseas. Neither did I. Because yeah. I was in too much of a hurry. I thought I yeah. had to get done in exactly four years yeah. and not a minute later. And I don't know what I was rushing for. I know. So I question the getting ahead of things and kind of blasting through your life. I, well, I think the only thing that's waiting for you at the other side... Guess what it is? Death. Death. That's I right. I knew you were going to say that. That's what I always say. And taxes. <laughs> well, no, taxes are waiting for you every step of the way. The death <laughs> is somewhere along somebody the way. Somebody told me that the other day. Uh, death, an, and, death and taxes. Well, was that the only, you? No, it wasn't no, me. That's a cliche. I would never say that. Yes. Oh. Oh. So just take that back. There are more certain things in life than those two things. It was not like a disparaging comment. <laughs> Everybody makes no, mistakes. Sure. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> they must no, have been very okay. tired. So, uh, <laughs> so the thing is that obviously we we can manage some stuff and we can move move ahead through some things a little bit quicker than others, so we can do other things, which is great. But but your question is really: Should we ever be asking Jesus to help us with that? Of course, why not? And then what needs? What is changing or needs change? What is I changing like that or because needs to change in your life? Because the thing that you can't avoid also is change. That whether even oh, if you I want things agree. to stay the same, they don't. I agree. If you you can either be part of the change or you can actually be part of the change. <laughs> well, I think what's sad is that probably the things that you don't want to change do outside of your will, oh, so and the true. things that you would like to change, you have no hope of changing. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's not you, but you're a downer today. Well, I mean, I'm kind of always a downer. I think it's true if you sit and think about it for a minute. No, I don't want it's to. It's one of the central paradoxes no. of human existence, is what I just to. said. It's actually, I think, what Paul says. Paul in says Romans, it, yes. Yeah. The things I, I try to do, I can't do. Mm-hmm. And the things, but it, I didn't think he said the things I want to change. Well, I kind of did maybe to I say think that. That is what he's saying. Yeah. Well, you, I think because anything that you want to change is because it's a significant problem and the fact that you're mm. wanting to change it means that it's not easily changed otherwise you would have just mm. done it right mm. like hey if i want to change the placement of that picture on the wall i can just do that i don't have to sit and 
you know, kind of think about it and strive toward that. Yeah, yeah. It's something that, that can happen. Because that's the things that I want, The things that I want to change signif- that somehow sig- haven't changed is because they're not easy to change. Yes. Significant change. Mm-hmm. Hurt, changes that require major hurdles. That's actually where it actually is really difficult to do. And that's actually hard to do. Yeah. No, I agree. And I feel like things. I have big ones. What about you? Big changes? Well, yeah, because if, if I sit oh, and yeah. think... Do you ever sit and think, this is not at all what I envisioned? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, look, Therefore, I, there's some kind of a problem with my I, the way that I'm proceeding through life. I do. Sometimes I, you know, obviously I, I feel sometimes like, oh, man, these are really big issues that need to be dealt with or, or big conversations that need to happen. And in order to not allow them to overwhelm me or to overwhelm the circ- the, the situation, um, what I do is I break them down. I break them down into into smaller pieces that are actually are attainable, and then I feel like actually I can I can keep on going through this. And this is what I ask God for help for is not to actually the management of it is to break everything down into small pieces. Mm. That's how I feel God actually pulls me through the stuff. But the problem is, don't you think that for all of us, you make a million tiny decisions? Yep. And you don't understand where they're all leading. And they may all lead you to a place that's, that's why Lego not is very what important. you wanted. Well, no, it's true. And that's why you, have to, trust, you, that's why you to have to be. trust God, that God is actually the one who's going to, to knit it together. And it may not be the, the way that I imagine it to be. And many times my decisions are not going the way that I want it to be. And that's fine because I feel like God is leading in the small decisions. So I, I, mm. I believe that the compound effect will be good in the long run. That's interesting. It is. It's really kind of frightening, but fantastic. Um, let me, uh, and that's actually difficult uh, for some people because they actually think, oh, but you must have the end, you know, the exact finish in mind. I said, well, no, I don't because I know that God is in the small things and so he'll take us to the big thing. Um, let me repeat the question one more time. What is changing or needs to change in your life, how can you ask Jesus to help you manage that change, get ahead of it, and produce good things through it? Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.